1: Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio.
3: You know, there's an issue going on in the world of sports. Uh, It could be perceived as a big issue that could have been fixed, could no longer be an issue if only somebody very important would have just listened to this show. I'll tell you what that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox... Fox Sports Radio, you can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app, Sirius, XM, Channel 83, and on all of our great Fox Sports Radio affiliates all across the country, wherever you are taking part in the program, we appreciate you doing so as we come to you live. From the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance, visit geico.com for a free rate quote. You guys ever seen and I know that this gets played out on movies a lot where you'll see somebody and they drive off. They'll leave something on the top of the car and they'll drive off and it'll tip over. But have you ever actually seen somebody do that in person? I've seen it twice to where somebody sets like a drink. They got their hands full. They set a drink on top of the car and then uh, they, they get in the car. They forget that it's on the top and they drive off. You know, it's just it's a sign of forgetfulness. All right, it's like, you know, not really paying close enough attention. And then you hear these other stories about people that'll leave the gas pump in the car and drive off. And in some cases they'll they'll rip the entire gas pump off and they got to pay for it and there's gas spilling everywhere. It's a disaster. All right? But those can be avoided if the person next to you sees it and says, "Hey, uh, boo, before you go, you got a gas pump hanging out of your car. This whole thing's going to go up in flames." All right, so let, let's go ahead and get this squared away so nobody gets hurt here. Or, hey, you know, there's a drink on top of your car. You just bought that. You don't want to spill your Starbucks all over the windshield. It's going to be a bad look. Then you're going to have to get a car washed, Total pain in the ass. And I feel like that because I've seen it happen twice in my life to where I've seen somebody leave something on the top of their car and drive off. One time, I was able to flag them down, stop it, and they grabbed the drink, retrieved it, and were very grateful. The other time, I was not able to get their attention, and the thing went spilling everywhere. And I feel like that watching the NBA playoffs on Saturday. Because you're looking at the NBA playoffs, and it's the first day, and it's like, all right. The late game was pretty good. Got tight down the end. The Pelicans get a big road win over the Blazers fun game playoff rondo's back man playoff rondo's awesome one of my favorite players in the league a total red ass who shows up in the postseason and usually always delivers great performances in the postseason so you look at that game and you go that's a pretty good game went down to the wire had a fun finish you know but but what about those other three games that took place on Saturday. Let's see. Let, let's let's make a rounds here on the and uh, the NBA playoffs on Saturday for day one of the much anticipated NBA playoffs. Uh, well, we open up with a complete blowout at Golden State, where the Warriors hammer the Spurs. The game wasn't close. San Antonio has no shot. And then uh, you go to Toronto, where the Washington Wizards fade down the stretch. The Raptors pull away in. An okay game. Wasn't exactly a great game, but an okay game and uh, and a pretty good environment. At least it played out that way on television. Good home crowd there in Toronto. Uh, And that was the Raptors' first Game 1 win in a playoff series in 17 years. And then you had the uh, 76ers and the Heat. You know, the uh, the heat that nobody wanted to play in the postseason, avoid Miami at all costs, they're a bad matchup for a lot of teams. Uh, and that turned out to be an absolute annihilation by Philadelphia, even without Joel Embiid, who may not even be back for Game 2 or Game 3. And uh, I don't want to overreact over one day of games. It's the opening of the playoffs. I'm happy they're here. I'm good with it. It's fine. It's okay. Games are interesting, these are presumably the best teams in the NBA, but it kind of looks a lot like last season did in the playoffs, okay? Kind of looks a lot like, you know, a month and a half of worthless basketball until we get to the finals. Looks really top-heavy again in the NBA. But it doesn't have to be like this, you know? The NBA doesn't have to drive off with the drink on top of the car. I tried to flag him down a couple of months ago and say, hey, hey! before you go, uh, you you don't want to spill that thing up there. I tried to. I offered up a solution months ago that would have fixed the issue of blowouts and lackluster early round games in the NBA playoffs. I offered it up a couple of months ago. I said it. Didn't want to listen. Right? Like, think about it like this. What are the most pivotal games of a seven-game series? Which ones are the most pivotal? Game five, when it's tied 2-2. Game six, when it's 3-2. And game seven, when it's winner-take-all. Those are the most pivotal. Those are the most interesting. If you can get to game five and you're tied 2-2, you are set. For a great finish to a playoff series. And that's when games get interesting. And that's when the best come out of most players in these situations. So if that's the case, and we all acknowledge that that's the case, wouldn't you want that in every series? Wouldn't you want every series to be like that? Wouldn't you want a guaranteed fifth and sixth game in every single playoff series? And wouldn't you want more seventh games in the NBA playoffs? We'd all sign up for that, right? Nobody wants a sweep. Nobody wants a blowout. But what if I told you I could give you a Game 5 and a Game 6 every single series in the opening round of the NBA playoffs, and a lot of the times you'd probably end up with a Game 7. You would all sign up for that. You all would. Well, um, I could do that for you. I could do that every single year. If the NBA just listened to me, if people just actually opened their minds and sort of looked at it for what it was, it's why I've been saying for months now, you want to fix the early round borefests that the NBA playoffs turn out every single year? Make the first round a three-game series. Done. Three-game series. We're good here. Think about how much that would change day one and day two of the NBA playoffs. Think about it. If you're Portland, you already lost at home. You lose one more, it's over. You're done. Finished. You think Washington would have faded down the stretch at Toronto, realizing they were up at that point? You think maybe they would have played uh, you know, a little bit better down the stretch? You think the Spurs would have packed it in in that game against Golden State? Or do you think, man, if we could just get one of these first games, all the pressure's on them. You change the conversation. You immediately turn the first round of the NBA playoffs into games 5, 6, and 7 in a normal seven-game series with the drop of a hat. Done. Imagine how much fun Saturday and Sunday would be. As it stands right now, are any of these series over? I mean, Golden State in San Antonio looks like a wipeout. But there is so much margin for error. You have no idea what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to go down. It's game one. Who cares? Indiana could go out and beat Cleveland on Sunday. Guess what's going to happen? Yeah, Cavs in five. Nobody cares. Like th- there's, there's no sense of urgency. And the problem with the current format is that there's no real threat for the favorites. It's a top-heavy league. And there are teams in the playoffs every single year who are clearly inferior and have no chance to win it's evident no chance There's 16 teams in the nba playoffs 16 find me more than four that you could see winning an nba championship i dare you you can't it's going to be houston it's going to be golden state it's going to be Cleveland, and dark horse of all dark horses, it's going to be Philadelphia, and that's it. So you've got 13 teams that are just kind of, huh, okay, well, hope we can get a game here, and that's the beauty of this. If you do get a game, now all the pressure's on the other team. Now the favorite really has to play and really has to gun it. Like, I offered this plan up months ago. I said it. Listen. Change the playoff game format. Like, get rid of the. Everyone's talking about. Well, you know, reseed the conferences and you know, get rid of the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. No, it's an easy fix. Get rid of the seven, 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 and seven game playoff series in the NBA playoffs and and turn it into a three, five, seven, and seven. You want to get people excited? You want to see upsets in the first round? You want to deliver a little more parody in the postseason? Make these opening rounds a best of three. It'll change the entire conversation all the way around. I offered it up months ago, but the NBA decided, nah, forget that guy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Nothing on the top of our car here. We'll just keep driving off. And there goes a Slurpee. Down the windshield wipers, all over the hood, ruined on a nice warm day. Well, it was in Southern California. I don't know about the rest of you. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. You can always get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. There was an idea thrown out for this show. Um, somebody had an idea for something, and uh, this idea will almost certainly get us all fired. So we're going to discuss it next. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. So there is something that is going on within the show that could get us all fired. We're going to talk about it. Because that's what we do. We're gunslingers here, man. Reckless abandon here on this show, so we're going to get to that here coming up in just a couple of minutes. Um, You can tell it is uh, weekend overnight radio. I look up at uh, one of our four TVs in the studio. We have got ourselves a spring game, an arena football league game, old highlights from the NBA, and a Formula One race. So I believe uh, every food group of worthless sports is being represented here inside the studios of Fox Sports Radio on the
0: television.
3: Good God, man. Can somebody get back Hawaii football, please? Please, for the love of Christ, somebody bring back Hawaii football. Uh, All right, I do want to uh, welcome in the crew here uh, before we get into a uh, very controversial topic. Uh, Iowa Sam is your technical producer here at Fox Sports Radio. Good to the last drop. He is all decked out in his LAFC hat. Yeah, baby. Um, He loves the color orange. He's wearing orange. Yeah, I am. I am wearing orange
0: tonight. And he looks energized and fired up. Totally. Yes, and I thought that you would enjoy the arena football. I mean, it's the closest thing we got. I've been. To, you ever <laughs> been to arena football? I have not. I have. I, have not. I, w-
3: I went to arena football years ago. It was pretty fun, man. Yeah, I, I got annihilated. Of course, that's are what we you on got here? to
0: do. Uh, yes, we are. We are in live radio, coast to coast. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's fun. I mean, the beer probably cheaper than an NFL game. The tickets are probably cheaper. There's a lot of scoring, so you know, it's like do- going to minor league baseball game. Where, uh, where did the Iowa
3: Barnstormers play?
0: They played in uh, Des Moines. And now they have a team in Cedar Rapids that's like even lower. And it's not even arena football, but they're the Cedar Rapids Titans. Is it a big deal out there? People go? No, no. I mean, but people go just like they go to a minor league baseball game just to, you know, get a little tipsy and have some fun. Maybe catch a t shirt out of the gun, you know, something like that. So there
3: he is, the pride of Iowa. Iowa Sam always has an interesting tidbit about the uh, great state of Iowa. Mike Mayer is your executive producer, everybody.
2: A great block by Mike Mayer, number 60.
4: We need some live sports in here. Like last night when the Vegas Golden Knights and the LA Kings were playing, I really wanted it to bleed into the show. Of course, man. So we could have maybe get a a visit from the famed Live Bet Jesus. Man, I I, I was hoping for something crazy to happen. Well,
3: well, that's asking a bit. Listen, Live Bet Jesus, for those of you that aren't familiar, Live Bet Jesus, I do a Sunday night show with Brady Quinn here on Fox Sports Radio from 6 to 9 Pacific time. Ah, uh, 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern time every single Sunday night. There was a character that just started appearing during the show about a year and a half ago, and he calls himself Live Bet Jesus. And he comes. The stra- craziest thing happens inside the studio. All the lights go out. There's a light that shines into the studio, and a piece of paper floats down onto the desk. I'm not even kidding you. It's cr- I mean, it's like unsolved mysteries type stuff. Uh, like the Manson Caves, all like weird haunted stuff. And this piece of paper floats down onto the desk. It's every single Sunday night. Every single Sunday night this happens. I open up the paper. I open up the paper on the air, and I read the what is on the paper, and it's from Live Bet Jesus. I have never met him. Brady Quinn has never met him, and he makes actual live bets on sporting events that are on while we're doing the show And he's won won three weeks in a row, whether it's baseball, whether it's uh, hockey, the NBA. He picks one game at random that's going on during the show. It's crazy. Every single Sunday night. If you think I'm lying, you can listen. Later on. Crazy. 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern time, 9 p.m. to midnight uh, Eastern time. It's just a weird phenomenon. So uh, he's won three weeks in a row. I believe he lost 11 weeks in a row before that, though. So... (laughs) So, not always a, a winner. Huh? Ralph Irvin is your national update anchor here at Fox Sports Radio.
1: I'm very angry, Ralph.
2: There is no reason to be angry.
3: What's going on, Ralph? Aloha, brother. Can we start calling Ralph Ramen, Ralph? I think Ralph likes his ramen, man. Well, tonight it's hot and sour soup. Ramen, Ralph, man. Just hot and sour soup. Man. No ramen. What about you, it's are, fine to you, eat? Oh, sometimes it's not really fine to eat, but man, cup of noodles is good. I haven't had it in, in years because it's terrible for you, but cup of noodles is damn good, man. This is like the ramen
0: capital of the world, L.A. Man, you get the real deal ramen. Get a oh. soft boiled egg in your ramen. That is choice. Yeah, just give me a cup of noodles.
3: I don't need that fancy crap. It's
0: better. Nah, I, 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 give me I give me. A cup are you of talking about, like the marathon? I don't even know how to pronounce it. Yeah. Cup of noodles. Some so. sometimes you just need you know some nice warm broth.
3: No can be interpreted a couple of different ways, Ralph, which is why I'm guessing you oh. said that. Uh, so Ralph oh. has got his mind already in the gutter, uh, but we proceed. All right, so um, speaking of minds being in the gutter, Like people have asked on the show, they've asked me, um, hey, what do you call your listeners or, or people that are fans of the show? Um, and my first initial reaction is, uh, well, when we get some, I'll let you know. <laughs> When we when we get a couple of those, we'll uh, we'll sort through that when that uh, when we cross that. But uh, I and I I never I I don't know I never even thought of it. It was like yeah, I I don't know. It's not something I really think about. They say well, what do you, what do you call the guys that do the show? You know, Dan Patrick has the Danettes. I'm like, man, it's it's Sam, it's Mike, it's Ralph, it's Kevin Figures. Like they're their own people. They're not associated with me. They're their own people. They have important parts on the show. We all do this together. Nobody's better than anybody. I would th- I would find it demeaning to call them the uh, the Jonets or whatever it is. It just doesn't it just, it just doesn't seem right to me. So it's just not something I do. All right. And uh, people say, well, "What about uh, you know, like all the fans? You know, you got these diehard listeners. You know, Ben Maller, uh, who's a host here at Fox Sports Radio, has the Maller Militia." You know, like, like what about the Maller, the, the Knox militia, or something? It's like, again, like I, I feel, I feel like that's demeaning, and I don't, I don't like myself enough to, to start calling my fans something. I, I don't. it's just, it's uncomfortable to me. I'm awkward with that, with that kind of uh, conversation. And, um, so then somebody sent in a a tweet to me earlier, and I'm acknowledging that if we were to run with this. We would probably all get fired. Okay, I'm acknowledging that, but Uh-oh. I am willing to deliver the goods. I've already teased it, and I'm willing to deliver the goods on this. So I need to give credit where credit is due. Uh, a guy whose name on uh, on Twitter is mentally Bill, which might explain the following tweeted to me earlier: "How is that?" The Jonas Knox listeners slash fans aren't called the Knox suckers. <laughs> now, my oh. first reaction when I saw it was, man, what the hell's wrong with you? And that lasted for like three or four seconds. And then I said, you know, it's got a ring to it. You know, it's got a, it's, it's edgy, you still got the X in there it can kind of be interpreted as something else it's got a little you know a little bit something there and I started thinking, yeah, but I don't know if anybody really wants to be called that you know and i'm not and I'm not really sure uh maybe how the misses would feel about that name, you know because maybe it's like uh, uh it's kind of be can interp- interpreted as something different, you know so I, I i wasn't sure about about the name but i I figured I would throw it to you guys here um Sam are you uh you a big fan of the name? Knox Suckers. Is that uh, a. Uh, <laughs> is that. It's definitely. Does that tickle your fancy? <clears throat>
0: provocative. Definitely yeah. tickles my fancy. Uh, uh, Knox Suckers. There. Yeah. I just said it. Now I'm uh, going to get the pink slip.
4: Yeah.
3: It, uh, I think we're okay. Yeah, no, we're fine. Uh, Mike Mayer, are you a fan of that name? Is that. Uh... That tickle your yeah, fancy?
4: Yeah, it's, it's got it's got a ring to it. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: it's got a ring to it. I'm not going to say it because I'll probably get in trouble. Okay? No, nah, we've already it's we're already. And, past and it. Jonas didn't didn't one caller way back when. Perhaps you were at that point working with Andy Furman and Mike North. Some guy calls in and he says, uh, "I really trust you." You're it's in one your, it's in one of your openers. It's like you're the most trusted name in radio, and then the and after that it goes sucker. You know what I'm talking about? Oh. I can play it back for yeah, you. Yeah, know? no, I, I so. don't
3: even. Uh, I I don't I don't really. Uh, so maybe yeah. if you're a you're a Knox sucker. <laughs> I don't even like saying uh, that.
0: it, it um, does, but you're not saying anything wrong. No, I mean, you're we're, not. We're, no, we're not saying anything is, yeah, wrong. No, the, it's just uh, you say it. You know, the, like the suckers have tuned in to listen. To yeah, you Jonas it's like, not. Yeah, see, I, I think I
3: think people are assuming that that means a derogatory term, and I don't. I don't believe that that is the case. Like it, you know, it's it just, provocative. Yeah,
0: there's suckers for listening to the show. Yeah, there's some innuendo involved. There's some overture. Ralph Irving, are you a fan of it? Not at all. <laughs> Are you more of a fan
3: of that or Rom and Ralph?
2: Rom and Ralph at least has you know, some <laughs>
3: semblance of understanding. By the way, Rom and Ralph sounds like a garbage pail kid.
2: <laughs>
3: you ever garbage pail kids?
2: Uh, anything, Ralph, anything, Ralph, Ralph, you're too start, young. Anything that starts with an R and ends with Ralph probably sounds like a garbage pail kid. All
3: right, well, so so there it is. So uh, look, we'll uh, we'll we'll consider it. Uh, we'll see what we can do, but I think we've got a really space. The the first part of it and the second part uh, before we run with that nickname. All right. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. You can get me on Twitter and let me know if you approve of that name. Uh, Knox Suckers. Okay, that is the name that is being floated around for people that listen to the show. I'm assuming it means that you're suckers for listening to the show. That's what I'm assuming. So if you would like to respond to that, you can do so on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. That is at the Jonas Knox. Coming up next, though, on Fox Sports Radio, there I, I can't believe an NFL story has taken on this tone. All right, Because there's a story in the NFL that will remind you of something you have dealt with your entire working career. I'll tell you what that is next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Ralph Irvin.
2: Well, thank you very much, Jonas, and we begin in the NBA playoffs with... Night one or day one of the postseason, New Orleans went to Portland and beat the Blazers. 97-95, Anthony Davis, 35 points, 14 rebounds, getting his first ever road playoff win. Philadelphia hammered Miami, 130-103. J.J. Redick leading the way with 28 points. Toronto, 114-106 over Washington. And Golden State, well, they are not dead. They hammered uh, San Antonio, 113-92. Here's Draymond Green. They can't win without Steph. They're not the same team.
5: Blase, 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 blah, blah, blah. You know, I think a lot of people have tend to forgot uh, what we're capable of. We know, and we're going to show that.
2: Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from TrueCar. Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car-buying experience in the NHL playoffs. Game two in all these games. Nashville takes a 2-0 lead over Colorado. They beat the Avalanche 5-4. Tampa Bay 5-3 over New Jersey. They lead 2-0. Boston 7-3 over Toronto. They have a two-games-to-none advantage. In San Jose, another win in Anaheim. They beat the Ducks 3-2. The Sharks leading the Ducks two games to none in that series. And Jonas, a full day of baseball, but I know the one that captivated you. The Cubs scoring 9 runs in an awful 8th inning for Atlanta. They beat the Braves 14 to 10.
3: Yeah, we should probably touch on that at uh at, at some point. I I'm, I'm going to call that the most embarrassing half inning of baseball in the history of the Major Leagues. In fact, I don't even you don't even have to call it the most embarrassing half inning. Just call it the most embarrassing third of an inning cuz it was it all came with two outs. Where the Cubs scored nine runs, I think eight or nine runs on four hits. <laughs> like, how's that? It's not even possible. So, it's not even not even believable. But if you can see uh, some of the highlights there, we'll we'll try and get into that uh, at some point during the show. All right, thanks, Holy Ralph. Uh, as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's easy to save fifteen percent or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to Geico.com or call 947 AUTO. The only hard part figuring out which way is easier. Uh, all right, so. There are, I, I believe that there's, and you sort of learn this when you get older, okay? You you learn this when you get older, when you work at a bunch of jobs or work at a bunch of places, that there are certain people you work with and get close with, and then there's certain people that you just kind of work with, you know? Like, you don't really have that same relationship with everybody that you work with, and it doesn't, like, it, it doesn't mean your relationship's bad, it just means you guys don't really vibe outside of work. It's just not like that that you know tight knit sort of sort of working relationship. You just don't have it with everybody. And so I, I believe that and I, I've noticed it the older you get and the more you work at places and whatever your profession is, you learn that that there are certain people that you really connect with and, and then there's other people that you are co workers. And that's all they're ever gonna be. And uh perfect example. Everybody has you know been through this at some point or another. Like you ever go to a going away party for a coworker, and as you're leaving, you're taking off, uh, you're getting ready to, to to ditch the party or go hang out somewhere else or whatever. You go to say bye to this person who is leaving, and uh, and you guys both say to each other, "Hey man, stay in touch." Deep down, you know, all right, you know it right as the words leave your mouth, you know. You guys are probably never going to stay in touch and that's the last time you're ever going to talk. Okay, like like you know, you can float out the idea. Hey man, when you get settled, let's get beers sometime. Yeah, definitely, man. That'd be a lot of fun. You both know as you're having that conversation that that's never going to happen. You're never wow. going to meet up, you're never going to hang out, you're never going to get beers. It's never going to happen. But it's just kind of you're you're giving pleasantries and it's not it there's nothing wrong with it. It doesn't mean that you hate each other. Again, it's just like there's some people that that you work with and you become close with, and other people that are just sort of coworkers. And um, I, I've I've learned that the older I get, the more places I work, the more the more faces you see, you know. in whatever profession profession you work in, you just sort of realize that that that's the way it goes. You just don't have the same relationship with everybody, and some people are just coworkers. And the reason I bring it up is because Dak Prescott spoke to the media on Saturday about the Cowboys release of Des Bryant. And Des Bryant had some things to say about, you know, Garrett guys and, you know, just because you have a C on your jersey and and he was very hurt and he was very bothered by what happened and and just sort of thrown off by everything that went on. And just just really sort of taken back by everything that him being released and all that. And so he took to social media and Des Bryant made the rounds and got everybody to feel sorry for him and Photoshopped a bunch of pictures and like all these, you know, inspirational uh, quotes on Twitter about, uh, you know, this is motivation. Now I'm focused. He did an interview, wanted to go to the NFC, like all this stuff from Des Bryant. So Dak Prescott had his chance to speak with the media on Saturday about the Cowboys release of Des Bryant. And uh, as I figured, Okay, as I as I could could kind of get the vibe from and it seems pretty clear to me. And you tell me if I'm crazy, but doesn't this seem like, you know, according to Dak Prescott, you know, Dez was just just kind of just a coworker.
4: He was a great player. He did a lot of great things for us obviously. And I mean, uh he was a he was a guy man to man you go to. Um so I mean, at this point, uh, we, we've, got, we've, got to, we've got to figure that out with the guys we've got, and I'm sure we're going to go after guys in the draft or free agency. Who knows? So um, uh, all I can do is just continue to get better at my job and just do the best I can. I'm sure he's hearing stuff, and I'm sure he's getting it from a lot of different ways. So, I mean, I'm not going to finger-point at anybody. I'm not going to get upset for who, who he's pointing at or who he thinks did this. So, I mean, uh, as I said, it's a business, and it's part of it.
3: Yeah, man, he seems just distraught about the whole thing. Gosh, the hell is he going to do with Des? man? What a bummer. The hell is he gonna do with Des? I mean, you just hear the tone, you hear the way he talks about it. Doesn't mean there's bad blood. Doesn't mean they didn't get along. Just hey, uh, it's just it's just a coworker. If it was somebody else, if it was who knows, Jason Witten or or Cole Beasley or or one of these other wide risk Terrence Williams, maybe it's a different conversation. But Des is just kind of uh, just kind of just kind of a coworker. Like it's not that big of a deal. And. It's just another example of what I was saying on the show yesterday. This really isn't that big of a deal. Like the, the Des Bryant being released by the Cowboys really isn't that big of a deal. I have no idea why anybody would be surprised by it. I have no idea why Des Bryant would have been surprised by it. I don't know who out there wouldn't have seen this coming. But the way Des Bryant and people treated it there, it's be, I mean, and I I wonder if this is because a lot of people had him on their fantasy football teams, and he put up big fantasy football numbers. And I'm serious with this, and I wonder if a lot of that is being caught up in the in the emotion of this, because facts are facts. He was never the best wide receiver in the league, ever. Like at, at, the, at the peak of his career, he was never the best wide receiver in the league, and he's clearly declining, and he would have been paid $16 million. And that's his quarterback basically saying, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't, I you know, just uh, all I can do is he's going to hear some things, and he was a great player, did a lot of great things, but uh, yeah, we just know we've got to move on. We'll be fine. I mean, there's not, you know, like, remember Hines Ward when Jerome Bettis announced that he was going to retire? Heinz Ward was bawling crying his eyes out. I mean, like couldn't keep it together, it was emotional, it was just a wreck. And that right there is an example of somebody who was more than just a teammate. Okay, more than just a coworker. That had a big a profound impact on Heinz Ward because of the relationship that they had built. Dak Prescott sounds like uh, they just closed down a, a 7-Eleven that was two blocks from his house, and uh, the closest one is now five blocks away. I mean, okay, well, I gotta, guess I got to drive a little further. All right, uh, who wants to? Who, who needs anything? Choc- chocodile 40 ounce Anybody want anything? Like, I just, I don't know why this turned into this big spectacle and this big emotional ride. It's a good thing for Des Bryant, he has stayed off social media, from what I've seen. No tweet, no tweets, no retweets, no quote retweets, no photoshopped with your favorite team uh, and Des Bryant in their jersey. So he has sort of stayed away from that. So at least he took somebody's advice close to him and said, "Bro, put the phone down. You got to move on. It's over." Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. The phone number eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Coming up next, there is. So I know that we have talked about this is a major event in the world of sports. It's a major event in the world of sports. I am going to acknowledge, okay, a, a bit of a failure on my part. Okay, I'm going to acknowledge a bit of a failure on my part. But, but, it's for the betterment of an entire league. Find out what that is next on FSR. It's my quarterback. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. So um, we're going to have a, uh, a conversation NFL related in about, eh, we'll call it 15 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, because there's something that's being floated out there in the NFL that I don't ne- I don't really understand. And I don't I, I just I, I it appears to be real. It appears to be a, a true story, but I don't I'm having a hard time believing it. So we'll get to that here uh, coming up uh, in about 15 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, many people are, are chiming in on some of the remarks that have taken place here. Uh, I did not know this, uh, according to a guy on Twitter, that the Iowa Barnstormers, we were talking about Arena Football League earlier because it's the middle of the night, so why wouldn't we? Uh, the uh, Barnstormers, he says, are still around. They're playing in the IFL. It's a good time. Ah, uh-huh. Was that Indoor Football League?
0: Yeah, I think that's actually the same league as the, uh, the Cedar Rapids Titans, the IFL.
3: Can we do that at some point? Can somebody pull up um, the Indoor Football League teams and the Arena Football League teams? I and believe they, Mike and,
0: Mayer's all over it.
3: And maybe we can see, yeah, just throw a few at me and I want to see if I can guess which league they're in. Let's and, do it. And if I and if I get more than 50%, I'd like to be called uh, the indoor football uh, insider here at Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> Let's, and I'll do interviews yeah. around the country. We need
0: interviews when when Kurt Warner played for the Barnstormers, I believe they were an arena football league team yeah. at that point. Yeah. But that but, was a long time. By ago. the way,
3: did you know Kurt Warner? Was stocking shelves at a supermarket before he got called to the NFL.
0: Oh yeah, he worked uh, at hy V, Which is yeah, I big... know Sam. The oh, story's
3: man. been told um, oh, okay. 55 million oh, I, times.
0: You're you're totally trolling me there. Like just like, You want to talk about Kurt Warner? Of course I how do. Many more,
3: and I love Kurt Warner, but how many more times we got to hear that story? You know, he went from stocking shelves. <laughs> okay. I mean, Thank you, Jesus. You know what? I mean, I, I got I got the groin one time. Does it mean it's a miracle I showed up for work? Now these
0: in the hall of fame. Uh, you
3: probably won't hear it for a while, but it'll come back at some point. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about here? Um, so, uh, so yeah, I did. So apparently, the IFL is one. Now uh, we also talked about the um, the name that was uh, thrown out. Uh, somebody uh, threw the name out that uh, you should anybody that listens to the show should be called Knox Suckers. That was a name that was thrown out. I'm assuming because it makes you a sucker for listening to the show. That's that's my guess. Um, and then, uh, people have started to try and throw out, uh, some other ideas. Uh, somebody said, uh, how about calling your fans knockers? Another guy writes, uh, your fans should be called obnoxious. Another guy writes in, how about the Knox turnals?
0: Actually, that one's not bad. Cause it is at night. You're the Prince of Darkness. Why not? Yeah. So there it is. So we I, will. Uh, I have one for you. Okay, what's that? Right yeah, now.
3: go ahead, Sam. Go right. Go right ahead, Sam. What? Let's let's just let's find out what Sam's sick mind is up to. It's actually not sick at all. It's yeah. pretty
0: lame. But if for the listeners, you could call him the Knox flock, like a flock of seagulls, the Knox flock. How do you like that one?
3: <laughs> <laughs> give pretty it, lame. Give it a six out of ten, maybe a little right. six out of ten. Now I give you a date because <laughs> you're <a> six. <laughs> so. Uh, So there. So uh, if you have an idea for uh, a name of uh, people to listen to the show, feel free to uh, send those in, Uh, because so far, the ones that I've seen have not been all that hot. So um, let's uh, and so we will. uh, So, Mike, you have you've you've discovered the IFL and the AFL. Yes. All right. So let's do that next hour. Okay. Okay. we're going to do that next hour. I I definitely want to get into that because I'm fascinated to find out what some of these team names are. Like I I, I I love minor league sports. I'm into, man. I think it's so much fun. If you ever worked or did radio or sports talk in a, in a local town, I did in Charleston, South Carolina. Going to South Carolina Stingrays games, the ECHL hockey team was a blast. So uh, so we'll get to that later on. Um, all right, so I, I started out the show, and I was saying that I proposed an idea to the NBA a couple of months ago, and I said, uh, look, the problem with the NBA playoffs is this: you've got four seven-game series. It's way too long. Uh, th- there's there's three teams that can legitimately win a title and thirteen that can't. So you're basically wasting your time for a month and a half. We d- we wasted our time for a month and a half. So you see blowouts. You see uninteresting basketball. There's no sense of urgency. A team gets down by twenty. And they're like, oh, you know, whatever, it's only one game, we'll get them next. It's like, they're, they're, I just, I feel like there's no sense of urgency. And so the idea that I pitched a couple of months ago was, why don't we create a sense of urgency? And it's all based on if the most important games of a seven-game series are games five, game six, and game seven... Because it's either tied two two or three two with one team facing elimination or three three and both teams facing elimination, if that's the best part of a seven game series, why wouldn't you just go straight to that? What are we beating around the bush for? Why don't you just go straight to that? And if you if you open up the first round of the NBA playoffs with a three game series, and my proposal would be three, five, seven, and seven, three game series in the first round five game in the second round, and then seven and seven in the conference finals and in the NBA finals. If you open it up with a three-game series, you're guaranteeing yourself a game five, six, and seven scenario every single round or every single series in the opening round. Every one of them immediately is tense. Immediately the stakes are, are up. It, it it To me, it makes all the sense in the world. As far as interesting, as far as uh, uh, creating that sense of urgency, as as far as uh, presenting something to where if you lose this first game, your back's really up against the wall, I just think that would be gold. Like, all of a sudden, the NBA playoffs and, and the first game and the first day of games that we had where we had one really good game, which was the ending between Portland and New Orleans, but the other games, I mean, come on, man. A Golden State San Antonio was a blowout. Uh, Philadelphia annihilated Miami, and Toronto and Washington. Washington looked gassed towards the end. They couldn't hit shots. So it just like, it just wasn't that interesting to wh- to see day one of the NBA playoffs this year, and it looked uh, similar to the NBA playoffs of last year and the year before. It just it didn't do it for me. So to me, if you create a sense of urgency right off the bat, day one of the NBA playoffs, all of a sudden they take on a completely different tone. But I also acknowledge that that is totally flawed, and it's never going to happen okay I acknowledge that because first of all there's way too much money in it for the owners the owners make way too much money on these playoff games and and there, there's no chance of them ever looking at it and going you know that's a great idea why don't we just why don't we give up Let, let's 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 give up more money so we can make it exciting for the fans it just doesn't work that way and the other part of it is the way the NBA playoffs are currently set the best team always wins like if you win, four consecutive seven-game series, you know what that makes you? That makes you the best team. And it's not like that in all other sports. So I do acknowledge it is a flawed idea, and it's never going to happen. But, man, it would change the tone of the opening weekend every single year moving forward. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, so we do have a, uh, an NFL story that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So we're going to get to that coming up here in about five minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. You can get me on Twitter uh, like this gentleman did who threw out another idea for a, uh, a listener fan base name. Um, what about Knox Knobbers? So there's an NFL rumor out there that I'm really having a hard time believing But the more that I hear from people, the more that I see things come out, the more I realize this may actually be happening, and I just don't get it. And I'll be straight up with you. So we'll get to that here coming up in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM, Channel 83, and wherever the hell you are right now listening on all of our great Fox Sports Radio affiliates, whether you're driving, whether you're, uh, you know, hanging out in an Uber or a Lyft or sitting in a drive through, whatever. We appreciate you being part of the program. Uh, I know there's a lot of options out there, so thank you for hanging out with us here as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. For 15 minutes, could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So if you listen to this show over the past couple of years, you know that I love the, uh, the what-ifs. I think it's fun, man. It's what makes this a good time. Like this, this is what makes it interesting. Like I could, I could sit here and I could, uh, I could break down a a score and tell you how uh, so and so got X amount of runs in the fourth inning and how many pitches this team threw. But we could go through stats and do all that stuff. And I just don't think it's that interesting. I I like talking the stories. I like you know the different angles, the rumors. Like that's what makes this stuff fun. You know, I mean. We're not, we're not doing anything earth-shattering here. We're talking sports. It's the middle of the night, and the goal of the show is to, whatever's bothering you or going on in your personal life or whatever is pissing you off or whatever you need a break from, I want it to be here to where we just have fun, we bleep around, uh, we play grab-ass for three hours, and we talk about stuff and what-ifs and stories and, and fun, fun info and pass it along and have a good time. And so... The NFL draft season is one of my favorite of the year because that's what it all is. Like, so much of it is crap. Like, so much of it is we're being lied to. You've got NFL general managers. Like, I've talked to NFL reporters and beat writers and insiders, and they know what their role is here. They know they're being used. <laughs> like, like, they know they're being lied to. And they just they go along with it because it pushes... Information out there and it's fun and so I've been on record for the past month or so that I am looking as I'm looking more forward to the top 10 of this draft than I have maybe any other draft that I can remember because there are so many interesting scenarios going on and so many stories and rumors and information that is flying that you don't know really which one to believe and so some of them and I'll name a couple of these that I have seen that i that I didn't buy into and that I still don't buy into. But then I'll name the one that I don't buy into, but maybe I should because it really does have some validity to it. So the one of the rumors that I saw that came out over the past several days was the uh, the Patriots are really, really interested. In Lamar Jackson. They love Lamar Jackson. In fact, Tom Brady complimented him on an Instagram post, and that turned into, oh, here we go. The Patriots are really into Lamar Jackson. He's their guy. And I just don't buy it, man. I don't buy it. First of all, I don't think he's going to be there when the Patriots are picking, anyways, unless he drops all the way down to the 20s. And I don't see that happening because I see a team like maybe San Diego or San Diego, maybe the LA Chargers. Apologies to the, those of you listening in San Diego. I didn't mean to bring up your ex. I I see a team like the Chargers or the Ravens or somebody like that grabbing him because they can develop him and they can get him ready for when Flacco or Rivers decide to ride off into the sunset or they part ways. And so the idea of the Patriots being able to select Lamar Jackson, if he's there, I just don't buy it. The other part of that is when's the last time the Patriots tip their cap in any way, shape or form? They don't do that. Like, they would never leak a report that we're really interested in this guy and then go and draft that guy. Like, if anything, it would be the opposite. So I just didn't buy the Lamar Jackson stuff. And then the Saquon Barkley going number one overall, that was all combine hype. That was all knee-jerk combine reaction stuff. We talked about it on the show. I didn't buy it for a second. It didn't add up to me. We'd been hearing about quarterbacks for two years in this draft class, so you need to tell me the first pick of the draft would be a, a running back. This doesn't make sense to me. Never bought it. Didn't believe it. So that one, the Lamar Jackson one, I didn't buy those. And those are just a couple off the top of my head. But, um, there's one that I've heard recently. All right. I've heard this one recently and I didn't buy it. I really didn't buy it. I didn't believe it. And I'm starting to get the impression that I'm dead wrong on this. Completely wrong. And it's, Josh Allen going number 1 overall to the Cleveland Browns. All right. Like I am starting to get the vibe that this is actually going to happen. This is this is going down. Like like this is not a we're leaking a report so that we can uh, grab somebody else. No, the Browns don't have to do that. You're picking first overall. You control the deck. You can leak whatever report you want. Like the Browns could 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 throw a report out there that they're taking the Jack link Sasquatch. It wouldn't matter. like it doesn't matter. they control the board. they've got all the power, have all the control in the NFL draft. so it wouldn't matter. there's no there's no reason for them to lie. And so this report came out and I'm like, no, no no I no. did Josh Allen never won just what? I, I I didn't buy it because it feels like when you look when when you look at the Browns and them taking Josh Allen, okay, Josh Allen is a project. He's not ready to play right away in the NFL, All right, he's He's just not ready to play. Accuracy is a major concern. we've we have heard our entire lives. What have you always heard? It's an old phrase that's used in football when it comes to quarterback play and how you deliver the football when you get to the NFL, what do you always hear about quarterback play? Windows get tighter in the NFL. Okay, so windows get tighter in the NFL, which means windows were much more wide open in college, correct? Yes, that would be correct. Okay, well, he's not accurate at all. So would that mean that he would be more accurate in a tighter window? Probably not. So clearly he's a project. He's he's not going to be somebody that steps in right away. And so when I hear that the Browns were interested in, in – And they were going to take Josh Allen number one, I thought it was crap. Initial reaction right off the bat, it was crap. Okay, before realizing, wait, they don't need to lie. There is no there's no reason for them to leak a report. They pick number one overall. They control, they can do whatever they want. Like they don't have I mean, they're not come on, they can do whatever they want. But it feels like this is a make good for Carson Wentz because of all the heat that they've gotten for not taking Carson Wentz because the browns traded out and they could have had carson wentz but they decided not to take him. This feels like one of these okay, we're really going to going to harp on our past and that's going to be the decision we make. And I would be very careful of really paying that much attention to your past. You know, ask the Houston Texans about the past and mistakes that they may have made and how that might have changed their fortune. Because you realize that the only reason the Houston Texans didn't take Derek Carr is because they had his brother David Carr, and that didn't work out. And the name freaked him out, and they said, we can't have another one of those in the building. And guess what happened? You stunk it up. You were forced to trade up and give away assets to take Deshaun Watson, and he got hurt year one. And you're hoping that Deshaun Watson is the guy, but you're not quite sure yet. But we know for a fact that Carr is a better quarterback right now and maybe permanently than Deshaun Watson is. So be careful how much you harp on the past. You know, like if you dated a blonde with a great body and blue eyes and it didn't work out, the first move shouldn't be to okay i got to date the opposite of that or oh okay i got to date the exact same thing find me a blonde with a great body and blue eyes it should be find the right one for you if it makes sense to you and it feels right go for it like if you're the houston texans what did you care what his last name was was he the best quarterback available yes why didn't you do it i don't know the past if you're the if you're the browns was josh allen the best quarterback available number 1 Um, probably not. Okay, then why'd you take him? I don't know, because of the past. What is that? So it just, uh, initial reaction to it just didn't make sense. Like, you can't change the past. You can't rewrite it. Just move forward. But, here's the part that is is, uh, just sort of crazy to me. This, um, this Josh Allen to the Browns, number one overall, like, like it seems pretty legit. Like it seems like it's going to happen. I mean, you'll hear a mock draft, and it'll come out, and somebody will get it wrong. And you know who the the top draft experts, the guys have been doing it longer than anybody else are. You know, Mel Kiper, Todd McShay, Daniel Jeremiah, Mayock. I mean, like, th- those are the top of the top, man. Like, those, those are just to name a cow. I mean, they know their stuff. They've been doing this a long time. You know, sometimes you'll get different opinions as to who's going to be where and who's going to get taken where. But when all of them say the same thing, are they all that wrong? Usually one of them gets it right. And everything that I've seen is showing that that's the pick. I initially thought it was just sort of a smokescreen and BS, and the more I take a step back and I look at it, I go, wait, hold on a second. They've got nothing to gain by releasing a smoke screen. I mean, there's there's nothing out there. I mean, really, there's nothing to gain. Well, you could acquire more draft picks. Well, they're already picking at four. Like, the Giants aren't going to move up a spot. The Jets aren't moving up a spot. So what's, like, there's nothing to gain. There, there's literally nothing to gain by it. And so I, I, I see that, and I go, ah, oh, well, you know, this could be just sort of uh, them overthinking it, and, you know, really... And no, no, the more you more you hear these rumors and these reports out there, like, it's actually going to happen. This is going to go down. And if you think the Browns were scrutinized over some of their quarterback picks in the past, if you think there was some heat on the Browns with some of the moves they've made in the draft in the past, if they go Josh Allen here, and they outthink themselves and they do it based on the past or based on big arm cold weather, and he turns out to be a flop, oh, man. (laughs) This is going to make whatever else disaster areas and disaster zones that they've participated in, that's going to make that look like a cakewalk because they are going to get throttled for this pick. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at TheJonasKnox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Um, all right, so we're going to do something we've never done on the show before. It won't take very long, but uh, I am going to prove to you Why, when it comes to one sport in particular, I know more than everybody else, all right? And I can assure you that if this sucks, we'll delete it from the podcast, all right? So find out what we're talking about next here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. So we are going to play a fun little game here. We kind of we we touched on uh, on this topic, and uh, and so we're going to get to it here in just a minute. I do want to uh, to mention a couple of things here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, many people are still chiming in. Uh, somebody had, uh, was asking what sh- what you know should we call the listeners that listen to this show? And so people have come in with some uh, uh, an idea for some things. We had a couple of people who actually have sent this in. What about Knoxville? It's not bad. I mean, it's you know, it's not really original, and then we're going to get confused with Knoxville, Tennessee, and then Johnny Knoxville, and so I I think there's going to be an issue with that. So I'm not really sure about that. Uh, another guy says, "What about Knox Knights, uh, the Weekend Benders?" Uh, that listen, that's a possibility. Uh, my nickname, uh, my friends used to call me Jonas Bender uh, after uh, Jonathan Bender off of uh, the Breakfast Club, because when I was doing acting. Like one of the uh, exercises, would you know they would hand out a role that involved a bunch of uh you know uh, a lot of characters in a scene, and every single time they picked The Breakfast Club, I had to be Jonathan Bender.
1: You know what I got for Christmas this year? I got a carton of cigarettes. The old man grabbed me and said, "Hey, smoke up, Johnny." <laughs>
3: I had to do that line probably a thousand times. Like, come on, man! Can I be the nerd for one time? Can I be the nerd or let me be the principal, the the best character in the movie, or the janitor? I got to be Jonathan Bender. Uh, another one here. A guy writes in, What about the Knoxer boxers or Knoxer bockers? I have no idea. Listen, th- this is getting way too confusing. Uh, Fox Knoxer. You know, we could just call it Knox Sports Radio. That's an idea. How about Jonas's Jerks? That's got a ring to it. And then this one uh, the Nox Smoochers or the Nox Blowers? That'll get us in trouble. Careful now. <laughs> that'll, uh, yeah, that'll get us in trouble. You're so, uh, so if you have an idea, uh, go ahead and uh, and uh, send those in. Also, I uh, want to give a. Uh, how about this? You guys, you guys doubt uh, the popularity of this show. You do. You don't think we're international? I'm the voice of Australia. Okay, you understand that, mate? I'm the voice of Australia. That's fine to eat. It is fine to eat. Guy writes in and says, Hey, mate, just wanted to say thanks as you helped me take my mind off life for a few hours, even all the way over in Oz. Your your show comes on in the evening here. It is currently 6.18 p.m. Sunday night, so it's a nice way to finish the weekend. My wife is currently going through chemo. That is from Aussie JB. Man, tell her to keep fighting. We appreciate you listening. and." uh Look, that that's the whole goal, man. Like that that's fun right there. That's I mean, to hear that and hear, you know, somebody getting their mind off this stuff. Like I try not to take this any of this stuff way too serious. If you know there's this show is heavy in sarcasm. I mean, we're just trying to have a good time. So please send your wife uh, our best. We're all we're all praying for, all hoping she uh she continues to fight and we appreciate you, man. I know uh you know, you're going through some tough times. So to be able to hang out with us for a couple of hours Uh, And kind of get your mind off things it's an honor so uh so don't thank me thank you for you know finding a few minutes in your day i know you got a lot going on there to kind of listen to the show and have a good time and, and get your mind off things and tell your wife to keep fighting man do not give up keep battling so that's fun appreciate it um all right so speaking of something that's a terrible idea terrible terrible idea We, for some reason, had the Arena Football League. It is still on one of the TVs. The Arena Football League is still on one of the TVs, and I have no idea why it's still on one of the TVs. And then we come to find out there's another league called the IFL. So there's the Arena Football League and the Indoor Football League. So I have decided I want to be known as the Indoor Football Insider here at Fox Sports Radio, but to do so, I need to prove that I know what I'm talking about. I have not looked anything up. I do not know what the hell any of these teams are. Mike Mayer has got teams, either an IFL team or an AFL team. He is going to give me a team name, and I have to guess which league they are a part of. And if I do well enough, I will be considered the indoor football insider here at Fox Sports Radio. There is a lot on the line. All right? Before we get to that, a guy writes in and says, what about Knox's Nuts? Huh. Alright. So we continue on. Alright, we continue on here. Mike Mayer, you have got the list. I want this title. I want this throne. They already call me the golf insider, the the, the highest rated uh, golf insider on weekend overnights over the last three years on this network. All right, so I have taken that throne, which is why it was my duty to call out Augusta National. The frauds that they are last weekend. So, Mike, I want another title attached to my name. I want to be Indoor Football Insider. Okay. Feed me names. I'll tell you which league they're in.
4: All right. Okay, we're going to do five of these. Okay, let's start off with the first one. The Arizona Rattlers, AFL or I or, or IFL?
3: Arizona Rattlers. Isn't that what they call the... Uh, the groupies that hang out during spring training i'm serious (laughs) man there's a name for those maybe you're right yeah Yeah, and and trust me i've been to scottsdale man utah that is that's easy there um i'm gonna say afl
4: that'd be incorrect that is an ifl team are you serious yeah arizona rattlers is an ifl team yep
3: damn all right what else
4: What is, uh, that, <laughs> what is that, Godzilla? What's that Godzilla taking a dump? All right, uh, what else you got? Uh let's go with this one. The Baltimore
3: Brigade. IFL. That's AFL. Damn it. <sighs> what is the hell is what is that? Like, hey, who gave their Rottweiler uh rabies and heroin at the same time? All right, uh what else we got, Mike?
4: Uh, Let's try this one. Uh, The Bloomington Edge.
3: (sighs) IFL. You're correct. Yes! All right, I'm on. All right, one and two. One
4: and two. Let's go. Come on, I got to get above 500. Let's go. Let's go with this one. I really like this one. The Green
3: Bay Blizzard. First of all, where the hell is there... (laughs) <laughs> an arena in Green
4: Bay. <laughs> no, like, I, I, actually think but, I actually think they've done a couple of Monday it, Night Raws in... A, I forgot what it's called. It's a small arena in Green Bay. Yeah,
3: yeah. You know what it's called? It's called Applebee's. Probably. That's where <laughs> they play the games. Um, <laughs> who? Okay. Uh, Green Bay Brigade? Blizzard. A Blizzard. Blizzard. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, Green Bay Blizzard. Um, kind of a weird name to call a team who plays indoors. Let's point that out. I'm going to say the AFL. It's an IFL team. Damn, I was going to say IFL. Damn it! All right, give me more. Uh, the Nebraska Danger. The, the Nebraska Danger. That's an IFL team. That is correct. All right. What do we have? Two and three?
4: Yeah, two, two and three. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. All right. You want to keep? You want to keep going? Yes, there? I do. Uh, the West Michigan Ironmen. Oh, <laughs> that is so lame.
3: IFL. That is correct. All right, we're even, baby. Game seven. All right, I've been ripping seven game series in the opening round of the the NBA playoffs. (laughs) Seven you want your seven games. This is a seven game series, all right. This is a seven game series here to find out whether or not I am will be officially known as the indoor football league insider here at Fox Sports Radio, the most knowledgeable indoor football league insider in the history of sports talk radio. Mike, feed me a team, I'll tell you whether or not it's AFL
4: or IFL. For the win here in the clutch, down to the wire, Sioux Fall Storm.
1: <sighs> wow, AFL.
4: That is incorrect. Son of a, <laughs> it's an IFL team. Man, it was, you were so, Son of a- you
3: were so it. close, man. Oh, I wanted to see Knox time right here. No, it's not Knox time. Ah! Damn it. No, God, please, no. That's no! heartbreaking, no! man. No! I really no! wanted to be the indoor f- Now I just got to settle for the golf insider. Damn
4: it. What a so bummer. So close, man. What a bummer, man.
3: Oh, man, especially in game seven like that, to just choke like that. Oh, man. That's like God. You think I was from like Atlanta or Minneapolis, just choking away like that in a big spot? God damn it! It was Sioux Falls. What is that? North Dakota? What is that? South Dakota? Who cares? South Dakota. It could be Tibet. I don't give a rip. Good indoor football sucks, anyways. All right, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, all right, so um, so we've established that we've got to get to this every single week at this time. We play a real game show, right? A real game show. By the way, a game show that has been stolen by the Ellen show, Ellen DeGeneres uh, and her unoriginal uh, team members who stole this idea from us. We play a game here called Pro Wrestler Porn Star, all right? We are going to go around the country to see whether or not you can guess if the name I give you is a pro wrestler or a porn star. The Ellen Show decided for the second year straight to steal it and go Coachella band or porn star. Hmm, wonder where they got the idea from. We've been doing it for three years. We are the originators. If you want to be a part of the hottest game show that is stolen by other national shows on television, all you need to do is call 877-99-ON-FOX. 877-996-6369, 877-996-6369. 877-996-6369, 877-996-6369. Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is next, but for all the latest around the world of sports, Ralph Irving.
2: Thank you very much, Jonas. And for the record, the Arizona Rattlers were a longtime AFL powerhouse, coached by Danny White. So, really, yeah. I think you should gotten credit for that. Yeah,
3: you know, and that's the thing, Ralph. Like, I, that's why I maybe we need to uh, maybe we need to revisit this whole thing. Maybe maybe I can I can chase down the title again because I I was thinking that the Arizona Rattlers were an AFL team. I think I might have gotten screwed there. I think you might have. Been. All right. So listen, listen, I could still I could still claim that title. We'll figure this out as the show progresses.
2: Of course, that was the first of the seven-game series, if you will. The first game of seven-game series got started today in the NBA. Make that actually technically on Saturday. Golden State kicked it off with a big win over San Antonio. And the horn will sound, and
1: game one goes to Golden State. The Warriors come out and they take care of business in game one as they beat the San Antonio Spurs 113
2: 92. 95 7 the game in the Warriors radio network with the call. Toronto had been 0 for their last 10 in game ones. They took game one on Saturday, beating Washington 114 106. Philadelphia ran away from Miami 130 103 and New Orleans a winner in Portland 9795. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with true price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Jonas, you did mention Formula One earlier, and Daniel Ricciardo won the Chinese Grand Prix. The Australian getting his sixth career victory in Shanghai. So whether it's Monica Mayhem or Emma, it's time to rev our engines for the recently named voice of Australia, Jonas Knox and pro wrestler or porn star.
3: Ralph, you just did a Formula One race in the update, man. Isn't that a fireable offense? Isn't that a fireable offense? Rahm and Ralph, okay? Jeez. Can you bet on those, by the way? I had to tie it in. Absolutely, you You, can. You can bet on Formula 1? They still going on? Can we get a bet in right now? No, he already won the
2: race. Oh, okay. But it was in in China, so it didn't happen until Sunday afternoon. Oh,
3: damn.
2: You know, tape delay, maybe.
3: I wonder if anybody actually bets on Formula 1 races. Like, if you bet on a Formula 1... Hey, Bill Belichick, does anybody bet on F1 races? I don't know. All right, when you do, let us know, man. You know the hotline. What do you think? Uh, Stop, Bill. That's enough. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. If you want in on pro wrestler or porn star, again, 877-99-ON-FOX. 877-996-6369. That is the number to call. Operators are standing by. Pro wrestler or porn star coming up momentarily here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, We are being, um, a guy writes in and says, The Green Bay Blizzard play at the Resch Center in Green Bay where Monday Night Raw usually goes. So I'd be, I would venture to guess that Monday Night Raw probably draws more than the uh, Green Bay Blizzard, which are uh, an indoor football league team. Maybe. No, I can assure you. Uh, another guy writes in and says, uh, as far as a name for the listeners, how about Knoxed uh, Up Nation" or Knox Terrestrials"? Yes, yeah, way too many X's and R's. I would screw that up. I'm surprised. You know what's one? I am surprised I haven't screwed up yet at one of these. And I'm and I'm planting the flag now. So that if it happens, nobody can bust my balls for it. Nobody can tease me on this because I'm pointing this out now, and I, I'm getting ahead of the story before it takes place. I am shocked that after doing this for as long as we've done it, I have not come on the air and said Jonas Fox knock sports radio. I'm surprised I haven't butchered that. I if if huh? I if, that's how you know I do the show sober because if I were to come in here with like a slight buzz, that would have been the first thing I'd done. Like, I would have screwed that up right off the bat. So, uh, all right. So, uh, with that being said, it is time for a game show that has been stolen by national shows across the country. They know who they are. They are frauds. They are unoriginal, and they are thieves. It's time for this. (laughs) Is it a pro wrestler?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Genitalia. I love that.
3: You have
2: an affection for
3: big men.
1: Time to guess that name.
3: (laughs) It is that time, baby. Pro wrestler or porn star here on Fox Sports Radio. We play it every single week at this time. We go around the country and we find out whether or not you know if it's the name of a pro wrestler or the name of a porn star. All right. So we are going to get it started here. And, uh, and let's go. Where should we go? I mean, we've got a thousand phone lines. I mean, people are still trying to call in, but it's, it's busy. If you think I'm lying about how popular this, this show is, call 877 99 on Fox right now. You're going to get a busy signal. That's a thousand phone lines that are filled up. Everybody wants in on this game. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's go out to, uh, where should we go? Where should we go? Let's go to, Let's go to line number eight hundred and seventy-four, where Greg is listening in Cincinnati. Greg, what's happening? Hey, Greg, your phone's upside down.
0: I said not to hear me better.
3: Yeah, I got you, man. What's going on? I'm not too much. Just burning that midnight oil. Alright, man. What do you uh what do you mean by midnight oil? Is it that green oil? You burning that green oil, baby? <laughs>
5: A third shift grind. A third oh, okay. shift grind. All right,
3: now are you? Uh, you work in security. What do you? What do you got going on?
5: Yep, All I'm right. working security.
3: Hey, you ever drink on the job? Come on, just between you <laughs> and I. You, you ever throw one back? Come on. <laughs> I got a hidden flask. In yeah, my yeah, <laughs> we're out of applause for Gray. That's a professional there. That is a professional.
1: All right.
3: Flasking it up, Greg in uh, Cincinnati. All right, Greg, let's find out who you are going to be competing against here on Pro Wrestler or Pornstar. And you know what? Like, who wouldn't want to go to Hawaii right now? I want to go to Hawaii. In fact, let's go all to uh, Hawaii together. What do you say? Nicole is listening in Hawaii here on Fox Sports Radio. Nicole, what's happening? Hi.
5: Hello. What? I listen to you guys
3: every night. Hey, Nicole, uh, Nicole we appreciate Where in Hawaii are you at? I'm in Honolulu. Oh yeah so you're listening on Fox yes. Sports 990
5: Yes am 990.
3: Damn straight man I love that station man Oh that's awesome yeah hey Nicole when you get a chance and we're not asking for much here but go ahead and send over a couple of cases of a uh, Kona beer huh what do you say Get yeah. that out. Yeah. Why don't we uh, go ahead and make that happen? All right, so Nicole is in Hawaii listening on Fox Sports Radio. We got Greg who's drinking while doing security in Cincinnati. I can already tell this segment's going to go off the rails. So here we go. Uh, Greg in Cincinnati, Nicole in Hawaii here on Fox Sports Radio. Greg, are you ready to rock? I'm ready. All right, so for those of you that are new to the game, I've got a list of names here. It's the name of either a pro wrestler or a porn star. If you guys end up in a tie at the end of this list, we go to sudden death overtime. Is that easy enough?
5: Easy enough. All right. So
3: here we go. Greg in Cincinnati. First up here on pro wrestler or porn star. Greg in Cincinnati. The name for you is Gina Snake, pro wrestler or porn star. Porn star. That is correct. That is correct. Very confident Greg is in that answer. Uh, Something tells me he may be familiar with Gina's work. Over to Nicole in Hawaii here we go. Nicole, you ready to go? I'm ready. All right, here we go, Nicole. Here. Yeah. Nicole, how about Big Titan, pro wrestler or porn star? Pro wrestler. That is correct. All right, we got ourselves a game here. We are all tied up. And so we go back over to Greg in Cincinnati here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star (laughs) on Fox Sports Radio. Greg, the name for you is The Handsome Stranger, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star.
0: The Handsome Stranger. I've never heard of that as a wrestler, so I'm going to say Porn Star.
3: Mm, That is incorrect. That is incorrect. That is a pro wrestler. Oh, it's all right, though, man. It's early on in the game. So we go over to Nicole in Hawaii, listening on the great Fox Sports 990. Nicole, you ready yes. to go? Yes, I'm ready. Here we go, Nicole. The name for you here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is Yara Chocolate. Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Uh, that, sounds so, that sounds too easy,
5: but Porn Star. Like
3: it's That is correct. Star. Hey, Nicole, that yes! is correct. Listen. Yes! Sometimes uh, sometimes easy works on this segment. Uh, back over to Greg in Cincinnati we go. Greg, the name I just gave Nicole was Yara Chocolate. The name I've got for you is Chocolate Stallion, pro wrestler or porn star? Pro wrestler. That is incorrect. Man, uh, yeah, it's a porn star. Uh. So back over to Nicole Uh. in Hawaii we go here. (laughs) Nicole with a two-to-one lead on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Nicole, to take full command of this game, the name for you here is Giggle Booty, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star.
5: (laughs) A Porn Star.
3: That is correct. I I am stunned. Nicole Uh. is on Uh. fire. So we go back over to Greg in Cincinnati, who really needs to get one here. Greg, you got, you got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's. Hey, listen, it's a, it's for you. You know. Sometimes, sometimes you need that in life, right? you got to watch it's a lot handy. of videos. Comes
1: in handy. Yeah.
3: Hey, listen, there's nothing wrong.
1: Oh, wait, it might be too soon. No, come there, on, Craig. There, we got
3: this. There's nothing wrong with a little bit of film study before you get prepared for a big game, right? The, the, all the greats the do it. No
5: specified which,
3: which type of film. Yeah, listen, Brady does it. Uh, we all do it. It's all about the show prep. All right, so here we go. Uh, Greg, in on, Greg in Cincinnati. Greg in Cincinnati to stay in the game here on Pro Wrestling. Wrestler porn star? Hey, Greg. The name for you is Dynamite Dick Dunn. Pro wrestler or porn star?
0: He says Dynamite Big Gun. No, no, Dynamite
3: Dick Dunn. Porn star. That is incorrect. Okay. Oh my that is god! Incorrect. That's not a porn star no it's a pro wrestler and uh oh. and you know here's here's the reality of the situation the game is over but Nicole's been so much fun here on Fox sports radio that this yeah. is like look like the the slam dunk contest is already over but she's got one more in the bag so Nicole you want you want to go one more this is just really the icing on top you ready for this, this?
5: Is all bad.
3: okay yeah all right so here we go Nicole but hey by the way Nicole, you've been bending the elbow on a uh, Saturday night out there you going bar hopping or what? Um, I like I like we
5: non hippie.
3: Okay, me and I can hang out. All right, all right, fair enough. That,
5: that's more my thing. All right,
3: okay. That listen, uh, nothing wrong with uh, walking the green wolf on a Saturday. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> little little, little of that hippie lettuce. All right, so here we go. Uh, so, Nicole and Hawaii, this is all just for, you know, this is putting a bow on the present. This is, this is a wrap at this point. So, Nicole, uh, one last one. The name for you on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is Dirty White Girl, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star? Oh,
1: Pro Wrestler. That is correct. She's on fire. She can't be stopped.
3: Nicole in Hawaii is the winner. She goes out with a bang here on Pro Wrestler Porn Star with Dirty White Girl. Hey Nicole, congratulations. Call again, okay? You're a lot of fun. Thank you. I
1: will. Thank you. Good night, Craig. All
3: right, later. Take care. All right, guys. All right, we'll we'll see you, Nicole. All right, that was uh, wow. What a game here on Pro Wrestler Porn Star. (laughs) <laughs> what the hell just happened, man? We just had a guy working security with a flask and a woman in Hawaii who was so high. She may have been in Dallas and just thought it was Hawaii. I have no idea. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, but they were awesome. Like, I, I I mean, come on, Nicole, Greg, call anytime, man. You guys are a lot of fun. So that was, uh, that was well done there. Uh, by the way, uh, Sam, your thoughts on Dynamite Dick Dunn?
0: Uh, he said that that was a a, pro,
3: a, porn, a porn star. star. Right? Yeah, I, I thought so too. I wish, but unfortunately, yeah. no, no, no oh, pro wrestling. Uh, so, uh, so there. And, and giggle booty. How about that? Giggle booty. Giggle booty. I thought mm. was too silly to be a porn star. But it was a porn star, wasn't it? It's funny. I actually call Ralph Giggle Booty. <laughs> That's he, right. He la- he laughs so much during the scraps in Hour 3. I call him He's, Giggle he's the Giggle Booty. All right. So uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, uh, coming up next here on FSR. I do have to give some credit to somebody in the world of sports. Thank God for somebody in sports. Find out who we're talking about next on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, less than 10 minutes from now here on FSR. We are going to, uh, well, we're going to represent an idea, okay? We're going to represent an idea um, that we we feel and that I feel could improve a major sporting event, all right? So we're going to do that here less than 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Many people still reeling from the game of Pro Wrestler or Porn Star we just played. We've had a lot of fun games on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. We had two Mormons play one week. Um, I mean, most of the time we've got at least one hammered person that, that decides to play. Yeah, we had two cops play. I believe last was it last week or the week before. Yeah, two police officers played uh, two weeks ago, like in two different parts of the country. We had two cops playing pro wrestler or porn star. The one that we just played was a Greg in Cincinnati security guard uh, who had a flask in his desk while working security, and Nicole in Hawaii listening on our on our great affiliate Fox Sports 990 on the island of Oahu and Nicole who confessed to a couple of things one she was high as a kite i mean tickling god's feet high Sham- yeah. shampooing god's head high Uh, So she was totally stoned out of her mind. And also, she, she acknowledged that for pro wrestler or porn star, she studied film to get prepared for the segment. So round of applause for Nicole. That's how you put in the extra hours. You know, listen. Some people show up. Some people show up right at the start of their shift. Right as the game starts and leave right when the game's over. And then other people like Nicole, they put in the extra work. They show up early, they leave late. Pro wrestler or porn star coming up? Here, here's an idea. I'll smoke I'll smoke four bong loads, and then I'll go study a bunch of porn to get ready for the segment. That is called dedication to your craft. Get your popcorn ready. Damn right. A bunch of other stuff, too. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Can I give a, a little bit of credit to somebody? Clarence Hill, um, who writes, he actually has been covering the Cowboys for a long time of the Star-Telegram, who basically called out, you drama queens and drama kings that are covering the Des Bryant story. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> the team decided to part ways with a guy past his prime who cost too much. Stop making too much of it. Stop being so dramatic. Leave it to leave it to. We're going to be dramatic next. So one of the oldest tricks in the book could be used to fix an entire sporting event. Find out what I'm talking about coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on every single one of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates. I don't give a rip where you are. We just appreciate you taking part in the program as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios or 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So day one of the uh, NBA playoffs is in the book, or in the books rather, and we've got uh, day two coming up, and... Like just if you want to just compare years, it felt like going into this season and this postseason, this is going to be a little bit more interesting. So there is some intrigue. And you open up at uh, one Eastern time, you've got the Bucks and the Celtics. You know the conversation about about Boston and the injuries, and then Milwaukee. You know Giannis and Tadekupo. Is he the real deal? Can he deliver in the playoffs and all that stuff? And then you get the Cavs and the Pacers. It's LeBron watch all the way through. Uh, Jazz, Thunder, I think, could be a good series. And then Minnesota and Houston. Houston was the best team all season long. So the games coming up later on, on Sunday, feel like a better slate of games. And, and maybe the storylines are a little bit more interesting than what we got on Saturday. And that's just not, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, But it just... I'm watching Saturday's games, and it just looks so much like what we've seen the past couple of years. I mean, the last game of the night, which saw New Orleans go into Portland and win that game, that was a fun game down towards the end, but that game was double digits for a long time. And then you look at some of the other games. Golden State-San Antonio was a blowout. Uh, you know the wizards faded down the stretch against toronto toronto's first game 1 win in a series since 2001 i mean 17 years they've never won game 1 in, this, in a series and then the 76ers without joel embiid blew out the miami heat so you're watching and it's just like man i i, I you know it just kind of looks like like what we've seen before and it's why i opened up the show and i was talking about listen i said it 2 months ago and I proposed this two months ago. If you recall what the conversation was like a year ago when it came to the NBA playoffs, what were we talking about? Man, these games suck. These series aren't competitive, and if they do go six or seven games, they're all blowouts. And like like you really can't name a notable game outside of Isaiah Thomas's 53 point performance for the Celtics on his sister's birthday against the Wizards. What's another game you can think of when you talk about the playoffs last year before the NBA Finals? I mean, there was nothing, just nothing there. So I I, you know, I just, I'm looking at this and I'm going, you know, the NBA's got a problem. It, it almost feels like there's no sense of urgency. It almost feels like, you know, they're like, yeah, well, we were kind of getting blown out this game, but don't worry about it. We got a seven game series, so we'll get right after it. And that's why I said, like, if you want to create a sense of urgency, what you do is you open up the NBA playoffs and you make every first-round series a three-game series. Because, and think about it like this. In a seven-game series, and I was pointing this out earlier, what are the most important or exciting games of a seven-game series? Games five, game six, and game seven. Game five, because it's a pivotal, tied 2-2, and you need Game 5 to take control. Game 6, it's 3-2. You got a team on the ropes, ready to get eliminated, and one team trying to clinch. And then Game 7, winner-take-all. Like, those are the most exciting games and scenarios of a seven-game series. And so if you wanted that, right off the bat, you stop waiting around, what you would do is you would open up with a three-game series in the first round. And I just think it would be a better product. I think it would be more exciting. Now, the drawback to that is the best team always wins in the NBA. Because of the seven-game series, you know, there's plenty of margin for error. You can lose a couple of games. But ultimately, the best team wins every single time. So I acknowledge that you're going to have more upsets. But are more upsets a bad thing? You love the NCAA tournament, right? You love March Madness, right? I mean, that, that's why, you know, and I, and I get the whole argument of, well, you know, what about money? You know, owners aren't going to want to give up any of that playoff revenue and give away a couple of games. What do you care if the owners get more money? What do you care? Like, who cares? The the owners make enough money. Figure it out. Like, you, as a fan, you shouldn't give a rip if the owners get more money. What do you care? It doesn't matter. Like, you love March Madness, it's one and done. You love the NFL playoffs, it's one and done. Like, I just think it's a way to create a sense of urgency and still give you a couple of games so if the owners really do bitch and moan about revenue in the playoffs, at least they're getting a couple of games and it isn't one and done. And I, I just, I think it makes a lot of sense if you were to go 3-5-7-7 seven, seven as opposed to 7-7-7-7 seven, 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 seven in the NBA playoffs. I just think it makes a lot of sense. But it's, it's like... The whole point is, create the sense of urgency, make the threat real, paint someone into a corner right off the bat, okay? Like, Like, that's all this is. Like, how many of you, when you went to the bar earlier, or if you've gone to a bar in the last month, or you've been to a bar before in the history of your life, how many of you, when the bartender yells, last call, have ordered two drinks? We've all done it. Bartender yells last call. You know what that signals? That means, all right, better double or triple up on the drinks because they're not serving after this. And you slam those bad boys back and you try and chase that buzz. We all do it. Like last call is 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 the universal language for time for two more. Like that's what it is. And the reason it, we do that is because there's a sense of urgency. They're closing soon. If you want to be able to drink more, you got to order an extra drink, so let's get it now. You go to a store and it says store-wide sale ends today. They're pretty packed in there, right? Shelves start to empty out, right? Cuz you're creating a sense of urgency. You're creating something towards, "Oh, I got to act now." Like it's one of the oldest trick in sales. I remember working at a uh, at a company to where the selling we did was over the phone. And I worked there for a long time, way back before I was in radio. And one of the oldest tricks in the book that they would tell you is you create a sense of urgency. Even if there's not a sense of urgency, you create one. And the way you do it is you call somebody up and you say, hey, I've got one of this remaining. I've got one of this remaining. My manager has asked me to call all of my clients to offer it to them first before they give it out to the rest of the sales floor I want to know if you're interested. Now, is that stretching the truth a little bit? Eh, Probably more like a lot. But if you're on the other end of that phone and you're in a competitive business and somebody calls you and says, I've got an opportunity for you, I'm offering it to you first before I call every one of my clients and then before the rest of the sales floor calls their clients, If you're in a competitive industry, guess what? You're creating a sense of urgency, and I don't want to lose out on that opportunity. So let me get right on this. You always see better results. You paint somebody into the corner, you always see better results. It's like, when are you the most awake? I've always said this. When are you the most awake? When you wake up late. You ever wake up late for work? That moment of panic that goes through your body, the, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm going to be late, the freak out, you're never more awake than when you wake up late for work. You're there There is no time to wait around. There is no, uh, ah, you know, I got a little bit of time. I'll go get a coffee here. I'll stop at Mickey D's and get a, a breakfast sandwich here. Nah, don't worry. I'll take my time. I'll shave. I'll, no, no. The most awake you'll ever be in your life is not after a couple of of double espressos, not after a rock star energy drink. The most awake you'll ever be is when you wake up late. Because you realize, I have no time to spare. I got to get going. That's what would happen to all of these teams if you put them in a three-game series to open up the playoffs. You create the sense of urgency right off the bat. No more waiting around. None of this month and a half of worthless basketball that we've been getting the past couple of years in the M- NBA playoffs. Let's spice this thing up, man! Like, let's spice it up. Reduce the number of games. Like, you, like the NBA is talking about changing the playoff format and doing this and do. I'm tired of blowouts. I'm tired of of watching one game and having it not represent anything that goes on in game two. I'm tired of it. Like, give me something that I can look at and go, wow, that's a big deal. How much different is that Portland and New Orleans series if it's a three-game series now? Think about it. The hard part's over if you're New Orleans, right? Like, if you're New Orleans, you already won a game. So now all the pressure is on Portland to go out and try and win the next two. That's fun, man. That wakens you up, like that. That's that. That gets me excited. Like, okay, now we're going. And here's the other thing too. You know what this is going to do? It's also going to reduce tanking. You know, everybody, nobody likes tanking in the NBA, right? That's been a big complaint for people towards the end of the season. You got like seven or eight teams that are that are, uh, are tanking on purpose. They're letting it be known that they're tanking. That'll fix tanking. It won't fix it completely, but I think it's going to reduce the number of teams that tank. You want to know why? Why do teams prefer to not be in the playoffs as opposed to be in the playoffs? Because they want to be in the lottery. And they prefer the lottery because they don't think they have a chance at winning in the playoffs. So what's the point of going? What if you told all those teams, hey, you know how before you were worried about having to beat this team four times? What if you only had to beat them twice? Think you could do it? Yeah, I think we could muster up a couple of wins against them. We couldn't beat them four times. No, no, don't even worry about that anymore. You don't have to beat anybody four times until the conference finals now. With Jonas' playoff format, all you need to do is beat a team twice in the first round and three times in the second round. Think you could do it? Yeah, I actually think we could. Okay. Stop tanking then. Okay. Like, I I don't... To me, it's a no-brainer, but... The hell, do I know, man? So pass it along to the end of it. Get Adam Silver on the phone. Somebody call Adam Silver right now. Get him on the phone. We can we can hash this thing out. It'll take five minutes. Easy. And I'll tell you what if Adam Silver uh, cooperates, I'll let him be a guest on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star next, uh, uh, next uh, week. I'll- I'm willing to do that.
5: Yay.
3: Out of the goodness of my heart. All right. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox is the phone number. 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Uh I do want to let you know we are brought to you by Granger, the products and services you need. When you need them, Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Uh, up next on Fox Sports Radio, we have a uh, a bit of controversy here, football-related controversy. All right? Find out what we're talking about next here on FSR. Can't wait! Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. So uh, we've got a little bit of uh, controversy here on the show. Uh, we will present that to you here coming up in just a moment here on FSR. Um also Ralph Urban will deliver the scraps. This is sort of this segment is taken on the scraps coming up in uh, 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio is taken on a life of its own because Ralph who's a very professional broadcaster, uh, a very um a good straight man I guess if you will, and that's uh, don't don't take that as I don't mean like you know straight or not straight. I mean like good uh, like a good a good broadcast professional. All right. A guy who you can really talk serious sports with Um, for some reason, Ralph uh, loses it. He loses all journalistic professionalism during the segment we are going to do in about 10 minutes from now, uh, because he tries to do off the wall stories and he cannot keep a straight face while doing the stories. And it has become one of the better parts of the show. So, Ralph, are you confident that you can deliver this without breaking into laughter this week?
2: Absolutely not. Okay.
5: Be careful, Ralphie! Uh, be
3: careful, Ralphie. I find funny
2: stories, and they make me laugh.
3: All right. So, uh, so we will uh, we will hear from Ralph uh, coming up uh, less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. So we were talking about this earlier in the show. Um... I came in to do the show here on Fox Sports Radio, and the show starts at midnight Pacific time, 3 a.m. Eastern time, and I know what you're thinking, man, that's like prime time. of course it is. It is prime time. You better believe it, man. It's it's, a Sunday evening in uh, Melbourne, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is what it is, and so you know, we come in here, and there's no live sporting events on usually, so everything is sort of on tape. And I look up, and I see there's an arena football league game. And I was like, I just, I, man, I, it just caught me off guard. I didn't even know it still existed. We don't even ever talk about it. It does, It's not really something that pops up. But I decided that I wanted to be known. I'm already the golf insider on weekend overnights on the radio. Nobody knows more about golf. Than I do on weekend overnight radio, right? Like, like you can you can ask me anything golf related, and I'll give you the correct answer, all right? Like Iowa Sam, ask me anything golf related right now on the fly. I don't even know what you're going to ask me, and I will have the correct answer for you. Anything you want, golf related,
0: PGA tour. Uh, who won the 2018
3: Masters? Hmm. A golfer. There it is. There you go. Like, you can't find that anywhere else. Like, I've never missed a question in the history of golf on this show. So I've already got that as a feather in my cap. But I wanted to be known as Indoor Football League Insider. Like, the top-rated Indoor Football League Insider on sports radio across the country. That was the goal. And so what we decided to do, because we've been talking about how the NBA needs to stop doing seven game series to open up the first round of the playoffs, do three games, go to five in the next round and then go seven and seven. I think it would make it more exciting, create a sense of urgency. We decided to go a best of seven And Mike Mayer, our executive producer, ran off some teams. It was either an AFL team, the Arena Football League, or an IFL team, the Indoor Football League. It came down to the seventh team, and I guessed it wrong, and I lost the ability to call myself the Indoor Football League insider for sports radio across the country. But then we found out that there was a bit of controversy, because one of the teams that Mike named off, the Arizona Rattlers, I said AFL team, Arena Football League. Apparently, they just recently went to the IFL. So now there's some debate, Mike, that uh, this may be an asterisk here. We could be, uh, I may have gotten screwed in this whole conversation. Screwed on a technicality, yeah. So... I think the only fair thing to do, we tried, much like the NBA has tried to deliver you the seven-game version of the opening round of the playoffs, uh, we've decided that that also doesn't work in this format. So what we're going to do is we're going to do, my idea, a three-game format. So hit the music. I want that damn title. I want to be known as Indoor Football League Insider. Pull out three more... Okay? Mine's out of the gutter. (laughs) Pull out three more teams... AFL or IFL, I'll tell you which league they're associated with. I want this damn title. All right, I'm going to
4: tell you, we are literally down to three teams based off of what we've already known on the show because Iowa Sam's kind of spoiled a couple of them. Let's go. So we got three of them. So let's start off with this one, the Philadelphia Soul.
3: Come on. God damn it. Philadelphia Soul. Let me think about this. Okay, so the Soul... Do people in Philadelphia really have soul? <laughs> I, no, and, and I'm not saying that, like because I don't. I'm not sure. Bill, do, do people in Philadelphia have soul? Because I'm trying to figure out whether or not it makes sense. It's already been addressed. Well, I, we're addressing it now. I mean, they they eat crap. They eat horse crap off the ground. If the Eagles win a Super Bowl, I don't know. <laughs> Again. I'm gonna say Arena Football League. That is correct. All right, yes, baby. All right, one John, more. John one Bon more. Jo- John Bon Jovi actually,
4: I believe, owned that team at one point. John Bon Jovi is
3: an Arena Football League. He, well, owner? I,
4: he was. I don't. I don't. I, it was years ago. I remember it for some reason. Like it was uh, a big, and it was a big deal. I think
3: that's like finding out Weird Al Yankovic is your pro, <laughs> proct- like, proctologist. <laughs> so what does that even make any sense? Bon Jovi an Arena Football League owner. Yeah. I want to own an arena football league team. All right. Well, what else we got, Mike? I need one more, and I can call myself indoor football league insider. Give me something. Okay, let's
4: go with this one. The Washington Valor. The Washington
3: Valor. Washington State or Washington, D.C.? D.C. I've never heard of this team in my life. (laughs) Who? Who? Washington Valor. How do you spell the uh the team name? V A L O R. Like Finn Balor, the wrestler. With a V. Right. Like like courage, like the
0: Valor. The Valor.
4: I like I like I like you sliding in a WWE reference in there. Nice nice job
3: there. Do you think like they have a uh like there's a show? Like the the Valor Hour, where they uh they do a preview of their games, like the Valor Hour. <laughs> I love we're going
4: in We're going in deep on this. Yeah,
3: that I, ex- n- I swear to you, I've never heard of this team in my entire uh, Washington until Valor. I until All I,
4: I searched this. I, don't I don't never heard of it
3: either. Yep, I am going to say Indoor Football League. That is incorrect. Right, so is, we're coming down to game three. Damn yeah, game three. Right. Like,
4: this, it, it, we wouldn't have it any other all way, right. man. All right,
3: all right. All right dude, I really want to win. That. I'm not kidding. But, but John Bon Jovi. Like what's it like? like? I I don't know why I remember that. The hell actually. Is that? Like hey, who's your masseuse? Edward Scissorhands. Oh, <laughs> neat. Like, this makes any sense. All right, okay, let's go. Uh, last one. All right, let, I want this title. I want to be known as the Indoor Football League Insider. Feed me. All right, we are literally going down to the end because this is all the teams that we
4: have. The Albany Empire,
3: and I think we're on in Albany. If I'm not mistaken, like people in Albany are going to kill me if I don't get this correct. Yep. Like, I like, uh, man, this is. This will be a tragedy if you don't get this right. I'm trying, like the Albany, what is it? The Albany. Empire. Yeah, we're on Fox Sports uh, AM 980, I think, in Albany, if I'm not mistaken. The Albany Empire. What a dumb name. Sorry, Albany. I don't mean to call your team out. That's just a stupid name. Like, what about, like, the the Albany A-holes? That would be, that'd be a good name. That's a good name. Seriously, I'm not even kidding. I love Albany. I love being on in Albany, but come on. Albany Empire? I'm going to say it's got an A in it. All right. Let's go. I'll, wait I'll hold your butt out. I'm going to say for the win and to be known as the Indoor Football League Insider on Sports Talk Radio, the one and only voice of the Indoor Football League, whatever league it is, AFL, IFL, uh, FFL, screw UFL, I am going to say that the Albany Empire Are an arena football league team. Jonas? Yeah. That is absolutely correct. Yeah, Congratulations,
5: yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. What I tell you. Golf, indoor football, you name it, no stone unturned here. Wrap that belt around me. Now a little higher. Yes! And that, that awful football tackling sound effect that sounds like Godzilla defecating on a human being. Play that one more time, Sam. <laughs> what is that? Sounds like off Street Fighter. Like if Blankoff Street Fighter 2 had a heroin problem. That's what he'd sound like. <laughs> Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. You can get me on Twitter to congratulate me as being, and you can ask me any uh, indoor football league questions. I'm the voice, I'm the guy, officially now, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right, coming up next, uh, a professional is going to uh, make a huge mistake on the air. Plus, this could go as one of the worst 15 minutes in the history of sports right something happened on saturday that could be known as the worst 15 minutes in the history of sports find out what we're talking about next but for all the latest from around the world of sports ralph Irvin.
2: well thank you very much jonas and we begin with day one of the nba playoffs golden state not showing any signs of wear even though they were playing without steph curry they cruise past san antonio 113 92 clay thompson 27 points. Kevin Durant had 24. Toronto had lost 10 straight game ones in the postseason. Not on Saturday. They beat Washington 114-106, six Raptors in double figures. Philadelphia cruised past Miami 130-103, while Anthony Davis had 35 points, 14 rebounds, as New Orleans won at Portland 97-95. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car, Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In the majors, the Angels won their seventh straight, winning in Kansas City 5-3. Mike Trout hitting his sixth home run of the season. In Boston, now 12-2 to start the season. They beat Baltimore 10-3. We'll have a story from the National League, but that'll be coming up next on The Scraps.
3: Thanks Ralph, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part figuring out which way is easier. God it feels good, man. Indoor Football League Insider. Winning! That's so good. You know, you got like uh you just got to you got to really rally around things in life. And, like just look on the bright side of things. And while many of you like to poke fun and say, ho, oh, oh, ho, that's why you're on weekend overnight. Yeah, you know what, though? Like, nobody's coming to you to ask questions about the Indoor Football League. Sam, ask me a question about the Indoor Football League. I'll answer it right now. I'm, in the, I'm the new insider. Ask me something.
0: True or false, did the uh, Des Moines Barnstormers go from the AFL to the IFL?
3: Hmm. I'm going to say that that is a personal question. Jonas, you moron how could you not get to these stories you moron these are the scraps and now is the time where we find out from Ralph Irvin, what the hell we have missed so far and I have a feeling we are going to get to maybe the worst 15 minutes in the history of sports
2: Ralph? Well, not, we're not just going to get there, we're going to start there because how about the Cubs hosting Atlanta on a day that was so frigid that Wrigley Field looked like it was half empty Uh, they were trailing to start the bottom of the 8th inning 10-5 and Jason Hayward gets hit by a pitch but Kyle Schwarber strikes out swinging there's a single that advances Hayward to second and Efren Navarro strikes out swinging so you have two runners on, two outs Atlanta's in a great spot, right? Well, yeah, seemingly. I mean, it was I mean,
3: terrible weather, terrible conditions.
2: But then Chris Bryant gets hit. So now the bases are loaded. An infield single to the catcher. An infield single to the catcher by Wilson Contreras scores Jason Hayward. Suddenly now it's 10-6. Ben Zobris walks. That scores La Stella. Now it's 10-7. And then a Javier Baez... Empties the bases. Javier Baez double empties the bases, and the game's tied.
3: Yeah, it was. And then it, listen, when you score nine runs on three hits in an inning, that that that's terrible. I'm I'm not, and this is no exaggeration. I was watching the game. I had it on doing some things at the house, and I was watching the game. And it's one of the worst. And I don't. I, you can't even call it a half inning because it was the bottom of the eighth, but third of an inning cuz all of this happened with two outs one of the worst third of an innings i've seen in the history of baseball the fact that the game was being played was ridiculous i mean the game the game probably shouldn't have been played joe madden even talked about it he said i mean this, this joe madden said it was the worst conditions he's ever played a baseball game in
2: well you had you had games postponed in detroit and minnesota and cleveland they had so all around them games were being postponed
3: they had there. they had the temperature was in the 30s, and there was a 24 mile an hour wind. And anybody who's been at Wrigley Field when the wind picks up, it's nasty. Like it's it's not it's not the nicest place in the world to be. And, Holy cow! I, come on, Harry, put put the booze down. And so, like, they couldn't figure out why they were playing this game. And the Braves kept putting in reliever after reliever after reliever. They couldn't find the strike zone. There were multiple errors, and I mean, it it was if you just go back and watch if you find a few minutes, like find the highlights somewhere online, it's the worst <laughs> one of the worst third of an inning performances I've ever seen by a Major League Baseball team it's kind of like what the Reds are this entire season, basically I mean, nine
2: runs, you mentioned just three hits, but only one error because they were all walks or pitch. Yeah, hit it
3: was, by pitch it was ter- and, and they were even asking some of the Cub players afterwards uh, you know, what did you think about it and they were like Yeah, we're not really surprised. I mean, it's probably pretty hard to, like, get a grip on the baseball. I mean, the weather was awful. It was terrible. And so they're bringing these pitchers in. They've got to throw strikes. And all their, like, Cubs batters aren't even swinging they're just standing up there like not even even considering swinging at the baseball because they know these guys can't find the strike zone. It was awful, terrible, terrible performance by the Braves.
2: Jason Hayward ended up scoring two runs in the inning by walking and getting hit by a pitch.
3: Yeah, I know. It's just ridiculous. What else you got, Ralph? Well, one more
2: thing though. Efron Navarro still struck out twice in the inning. All right. Uh what else you got, Ralph? Okay. Uh <laughs> we go staying in baseball. The Miami Marlins not doing so well. And on Wednesday, they drew just 6,150 fans for a loss to the Mets. They lost that game 4-1. First of all, the fact that you're only drawing that when a New York team is in South Florida is pretty pathetic.
3: 6,150 fans?
2: Yeah. But the fact that their AA team, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, drew 6,900 in their game that same night.
3: That's not really their name,
2: though, right? It is really their name. That's
3: fine to their, eat. Their their name is the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp.
2: Yes, they are.
3: Hey, yeah. <laughs> no, they're not. You're full. Of, that's a lie, right? No, it's not. The Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. He's a liar. <laughs> like, the, hold on, hold on a second. Like, wait. How long have they been around? That's another thing I never. heard. Uh, like, this it- is their second year, I believe. The Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. All right.
0: That's
2: fine to eat. I,
3: Okay, we got it,
2: uh, A Buffalo Grills. The Marlins average less than 7,000 fans per game for that three-game series against the Mets. And right now, they're averaging 12,641 per game. That's less than half of their average attendance in their first nine games in 2017.
3: Yeah, but you know what, man? If you want to go see a baseball game, like you just wait another month, and they're going to pay you to go to those games. So like, there's, look, you to know, to t- you know, for every one person's trash is another person's treasure. For all you all anybody who couldn't afford tickets before, you know, now you're gonna be able to afford tickets. They can't get draw flies in that stadium, so why not go hang out and watch a game?
2: But you know, Derek Jeter traded away John Carlos Stanton, Christian Yelich, Dee Gordon, and yeah,
3: yeah, well, hey, that's listen.
2: great ownership right there.
3: Right, listen, they, uh, it's it's they, they can do whatever they want with the team. I'm with him. I, I support Jeter in that. I trade everybody. Get rid of them all. Makes me want to puke. I'm kidding. I couldn't care less. This I week,
2: this care. week they're at the Yankees, and Jeter's afraid to even go because he can't be. He doesn't want to go to Yankee Stadium as a part of the Marlins. Mm.
3: I think there's more to that story, but uh, we'll, we'll get into that at some point.
2: Yeah, he needs Off a fruit air. basket or two.
3: Oh, come on, Ralph. And again, look, with the innuendos, it's, it's enough's enough. What else you got, Ralph?
2: Well, we have a story, staying in Florida, because why not? In Royal Palm Beach, Xavier Inocencio Moran, uh, 25, he uh, was involved in a car Irish crash. Irish
3: guy, right? He's an Irish guy? No, he Sounds is not. Sounds Irish. No, yeah. no.
2: He was involved in a crash. Find flying uh, And this is on Thursday. And he told uh, the sheriff's deputy that he was cut off by another driver and he could prove it because he has a dashboard camera. So he signed the consent waiver to search the camera. The deputy went and saw while going through the camera that Moran's Nissan, well, it backed up into a parking space in front of Sally's beauty supply. And then he got out with a baseball bat and broke the glass door leading into the business and breaking in. Uh-oh.
3: Wait, 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 hold on. Okay, hold on, hold on. So where was this at?
2: This is in Florida, Royal Palm Beach.
3: Okay, so...
2: This guy was in a car crash.
3: Yeah, and, and police were saying that he could prove. So He, he told, told the police. That he could prove. That,
2: that he was cut off.
3: That somebody cut him off. Yes. And so the person who cut him off was Sally's Beauty Supplies? No, he was cut off.
2: And, uh. and, and he said to the police here, check my camera and show. Well, they went into the camera and what they saw was him breaking into a beauty
3: supply store. <laughs> So he forgot that on that same film was him breaking into Sally's beauty supply. Correct. <laughs> what was he? What was he? Uh, what did he break into What did he get out of Sally's beauty supply? Some Aquanet hairspray. What did he get?
2: Well, it doesn't specifically say, but there was a break in and a theft there.
3: And by the way, you ever been to Sally's beauty supply, Ralph?
2: Uh, not recently.
3: Okay. Well, there's one because uh, now you live in Thousand Oaks. I live in Thousand Oaks. Uh, there's one uh, in Thousand Oaks. You want to get some strange looks? Be alone as a guy and walk into Sally's Beauty Supply.
2: Actually, I think I know exactly where
3: it is. Uh, Yes, it is. Same spot. Still there. I I frequent it from time to time because, uh, as pointed out on the show yesterday, half machine, half metrosexual. Yours truly. And, uh, yeah, so... This guy broke into Sally's Beauty Supply. He forgot it was on the tape. And when police looked back through the tape, that's how he got busted.
2: Yep. And then they went to arrest him. And despite being restricted by handcuffs, he still jumped over a fence and tried to uh, hide behind bushes. It didn't
3: work out so well. Of all the places he wanted to hide, he decided to hide behind bushes.
2: Oh, and by the way, five days earlier, he pulled a gun on his parents and brother.
3: Quality individual. Well, why why did he pull the gun on him? Do they know that story?
2: He just said he. We, they They just... He's a bad guy. Let's yeah, just he's stick with
3: That's a hell of a week, though, if you think about it. Like, hey, what'd you do last week, man? We haven't heard from you in a while. Well, I pulled a uh, hand cannon on my family. Um, I took a Louisville Slugger to a Sally's Beauty Supply to go get some LaBella gel. And then... Uh, I uh, claim that I was sideswiped by a car. The police looked at the surveillance, found me breaking into Sally's beauty supply to steal LaBella gel, and then I decided to play hide-and-go-seek in some junipers. How was
2: your week? But people of Florida can feel safe because he was released from jail under
3: court-ordered supervision. Ah, he's harmless, man. Come on, he's harmless. Please. So not, not not the greatest reputation in the world. Hey man, so where'd you break and enter? Like a uh, TV, like video storage. You break. You know what'd you do? You break and enter. Uh, you know, come on, t- tell us, tell us the place, man. Did you knock up like a drug dealer? Like you bang out the windows? Uh, Sally Beauty Supply. Oof. Whoops. Huh? For some hair ties. All right. Thanks, Ralph. Yes, sir. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Up next, one of the most disturbing stories in all of sports took place at this network find out the gruesome details next year on fsr oh man this song makes you want to rifle back like five or six beers at one time just go the two beer route at the same time the walrus the beer walrus thing oh ah! jonas Knox, fox sports radio from the geico fox sports radio studios uh, i will be back on the air here at Fox Sports Radio at 6 p.m. Pacific Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time with my radio wife, Brady Quinn. So we've got all sorts of fun stuff coming up uh, later on tonight here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, NBA playoff basketball, we got the NHL playoffs, so a busy day in sports. Brady and I will be on the airwaves, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific Time here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio are Brian No and Andy Furman. Andy Furman is a full-blown psychopath. I'm convinced. Uh, He's one of my dear friends, not just in radio, but uh, in general. And so Andy and I worked and spent a lot of time together, which is why we frequently bust each other's balls on social media or on the air whenever we can. But uh, he's got to screw loose. There's no other way to put it. So Andy decided that he was going to get involved with a situation involving a multi-time all-star and a world series champion. Anthony Rizzo of the Chicago Cubs has been out with a back issue and it's reported that it was because he slept on a mattress, a soft mattress in a hotel room in Cincinnati when the Cubs were playing the Reds earlier this year. So Andy Furman decided he was going to send Anthony Rizzo a letter Andy Furman lives in the Cincinnati area. He's the the greatest uh, sports talk host in the history of uh, Cincinnati sports. He's a legend, Hall of Famer, you name it. So Andy decided to send a letter. The problem is Andy forwarded the letter to myself and several others here at the network. And because of that, I'm going to read the letter to you now as Andy gets ready to start with Brian here in like six minutes from now. This is from Andy Furman to Anthony Rizzo. Dear Anthony, so sorry to hear about your back tightness, which eventually placed you on the 10-day disabled list. And, of course, I apologize for the entire city of Cincinnati and the poor bed experience you had at one of our hotels. But I have a solution. Checking with the schedule, the Cubs return to Cincinnati on the 18th of May. Here's my suggestion. A, I live some 15 miles south of downtown Cincinnati. B, stay with me and my family. C, you'll get great food, a perfect bed, large screen TV. And if the weather holds up, our pool will be open for your enjoyment. Of course, we'll shuttle you to and from the Great American Ballpark. And as an added treat, you can be my guest on Fox Sports Radio. Let me know what you think. My number is enclosed. My best always, Andy Furman. Andy Furman sent that. To another man. And I'm pissed it wasn't me.
1: Jonas, son of a bitch.